My name's Carl Hinder, and you're listening to the Salon Help Good To Go podcast, the podcast for salon and spa owners who are looking to grow. The only thing stopping you is you. This week, I'm going to talk to you about consistency. Okay, let's have a look at consistency. Now, consistency in your business. Let's talk about why it matters. Now, there's a book called The E-Myth, or The E-Myth Revisited. Uh, Michael Gerby, I think his name is. Now, there's a section in that book where the author goes into a barber's, and he has a great experience on the first visit, and the second visit, he has an okay experience, but it's not the same as the first visit. And on the third visit, it's nothing like the first two visits. And so the author thinks, well, look, I don't know what I'm going to get when I go here. I can't rely upon you guys to give me consistency. So even though he may have had one or two good visits, he decides to not go back to that barbershop. Read the book, guys. It's not about barbershops, by the way, but it's really, really worthwhile understanding what consistency really means in your business. Now, in our business, in the salon, spa, clinic sector, more on the beauty and hair side, I must admit, in our sector, largely speaking, we allow our employees to have what we call a level of creativity. That's what you call it anyway, a level of creativity. We say, come on, these are creative people. We've got to let them you know, have some license to do what they want to do. I'm here to tell you that that is totally, totally, totally wrong. You are trying to develop a a business, you're trying to develop a brand, but more importantly, you're trying to develop consistency. And and that's why, by the way, why people, clients, this is, don't move between stylists, often don't move between therapists in the beauty sector either, because you haven't created that consistency in the business. So they can't trust it. They can't trust you. They can't say, well, when I go to this one, I get a great color. When I go to this one, oh, no, it's a bit faster. It's a bit slower. It don't last as long. She doesn't get as near to the root. You getting the idea? It's not something that we can grow and thrive on. So you've got to look at standardizing. Now, there's already a podcast on kind of standardizing your business. So I kind of had my rant on this. But recently, like last week, I got off a cruise. So I had a couple of weeks cruise with the family. Now, you'd think that'd be nice, right? And as far as cruises go, yep, it's all cool and it's all good. But I want to tell you about consistency, the pros and the cons and how it affects us. I also want to mention here what effect you have on your clients when you have cutbacks. And again, there's a podcast already out there on cutbacks in your business. But I will kind of give that an extra mention in a moment. Now, I went on this cruise last year. Same ship, same ports, same everything. And so this year, I was expecting the same. Do you think that's fair? 12 months apart, wouldn't you expect the same ports, the same time of year, in fact, the same everything for it to be very, very similar, if not exactly the same? Well, that's what I was expecting, but it wasn't. It was nothing like the previous year. Now, the key driver for that, yeah, I know you guys are jumping around going, well, it's the economy. Carl, that's what happens. Yeah, that's well, maybe it is and maybe it isn't. What they have done is they've used cutbacks as a way of running their business. However, they are glaringly obvious to me. So much so, I can tell you right at the beginning of this podcast, I will never go on that ship ever again, no matter how cheap it was. And I can tell you guys, it wasn't a low price to take myself and the family onto a cruise. It's got nothing to do with the price. 
It's really important you know that. It's got nothing to do with the price. It's got everything to do with consistency. I'll give you some examples, all right? Some of them you might like, well, that's not a big deal. It is a big deal when you put the package together. So last year, we went on the ship. The food was amazing. And I remember one thing in particular. I remember, I think it was uh, a rib roast. I think that's the word they use on the ship. It was absolutely fantastic. So when I got on the ship this year, the first kind of sit down formal dinner, I decided, yeah, God, I'm going to grab that because that, that was fantastic last year. And guess what? It was fantastic. It was exactly like it was last year. So congratulations to them as a business, as an organization, they'd managed to keep that consistency. One happy customer. However, the next night when I went to have something else that I consider to be a, a kind of, I don't mean a staple, but um, something that should be on the menu, I was looking for fish and the only fish on there was salmon. And then it turns out that the only fish for 13 nights was salmon. So no cod, guys, no lobster, no whitefish, no options whatsoever. I mean, I challenged some of the guys, some of the uh, waiters and some of the uh, maitre d's, and they basically said, well, it's because salmon is cheap. That's what they told me. Salmon's cheap and cod isn't, so we've changed the menu. And I'm like, yeah, but... I didn't come on you for a cheap holiday. I came on you for a, a good holiday. And what I came on you for more than anything was consistency based on other years. You know, you got all that kind of stuff going on. And the point is here, if they're going to do these cutbacks, they've got to get smart about it. They certainly need to brief their teams, don't they? Yeah, no, the waiters and all those kinds of people shouldn't be telling me it's because of the cutbacks. I don't believe that I should know about it. I shouldn't sense it. The money I paid to go on the cruise was more than the previous year. So why would I expect to get a whole lot less? Okay, so that's food. What's the other big thing on a cruise, guys? What's the other big thing in, in lots of um, holidays? Drink, right? Now, I like a beer. And the beers are fine because usually on something like a ship, they come in cans. They're very consistent. Nothing to moan about. It's hot. I grab a beer. No problem at all. However, we're on holiday, right? So you're going to grab something like, what, a margarita? Or you're going to grab a pina colada or something like that? I think there's something like six, seven, maybe eight bars around the ship. And so for different events and different evenings and different days and at the swimming pool, you might grab one of these things. And what I found out really, really quickly was that none of the drinks are ever the same. So you have a pina colada in one place and it's kind of really strong and you can't drink it because it's too strong. There's too much rum in it or something like that. The next one is frozen. The next one is not frozen at all. The next one's got floating rum on the top. Some of them got cherries. And I'm not being fussy here, guys. I'm just saying on a, on a cruise, on a, in a business, you should be able to have consistency. This is the downfall of that organization. And before you kind of say, oh, you're fussy, you're fussy, what if you went to McDonald's? If you went to McDonald's, I don't even need to do this part of the podcast, do I? If I went to McDonald's in five cities in America or five towns or cities in the UK, they would all be the same. All the drinks would taste the same. All the burgers would be the same. All the fries would be the same. How would they ever have made a franchise? How would they ever got consistency? How would they ever have got a following? How would they ever built a brand if every time you went there, it was completely, completely different? So, you know, these drinks are different strengths, they're different colors, they're different tastes. It's just not how a business should operate. 
So what else, guys? What else would you expect me to be talking about on a holiday? Well, let's have a look at the music. Last year, we had fabulous music. We had quality bands, comedians, all that kind of stuff. This year, because of cutbacks, we had the most atrocious bands. We had singers that couldn't sing. We had singers who were bawling. We had singers who didn't represent the brand. So I don't need to tell you the brand of um, cruise ship I was on, but it was a high-level brand with very, very low-level entertainment. I mean, really, really awful. How can I say to you guys, listen, go on this cruise ship, go and use this salon, go to this restaurant, because, you know, I experienced this, and you're going to experience the same when I can't, can I? I can't tell you what ship to go on now or buy this holiday because next time it might be okay. Next time it might be bleeding awful again. And that's what we've got to start thinking about. So, look, what I'm not doing here is I'm not ranting. I know I'm kind of putting some energy into this. It's what I do in, uh, when I get excited about things. But it's just a bit of passion. And I want you guys to learn from it because I'm not ranting because what I'm talking about really is your salon. That cruise ship is your salon. And I started off with this right at the beginning. When you start doing things differently, when you start to be creative outside the realms of your brand, when people are going slower in some places, faster in others, when the prices are inconsistent, a one stylist, I mean, is having inconsistent pricing. It's just not good for your clients. Now, The big message I get every week, every day, I've been telling you this for years, in my inbox, I guarantee at least one a day will be, hi, Carl, I need some help. And what I need help with is getting more clients. That could be true. It really is. Usually, guys, you don't need more clients. Usually, your database is huge. You just don't look after your clients. And that's why I wanted to have this thought about inconsistency that I experience, about cutbacks that have affected me. I see it in your salons. I've seen the most ridiculous things. I've seen people stopping clients charging their phones because of the electricity charges have gone up. I've seen salons turning the heating off or putting it on much later and clients being really, really cold because you're saving on electricity. I've seen people changing from premium color brands to very, very cheap brands. Now, they're not necessarily, um, that's not necessarily always a bad decision, but I've seen it happen. Who gets inconvenienced though? You are thinking, I'm going to save a pound or a dollar or two here, but it's the client who's getting inconvenienced. They got to go through the conversion. Maybe the new color isn't as bright, isn't exactly the same shade, isn't the same tone. You've got to put the client first and you've got to put consistency into that business. The next time you're thinking, I need more clients, I want to assure you with some confidence that you don't. You need to work harder and smarter, but harder. And I really say that, by the way, to you guys as salon owners. I don't think, largely speaking, you ever need to work harder. You always work super, super hard. But on this particular thing about looking after the people you have, you've got to work harder. And looking after people you have, the clients you have at the moment, look, it isn't about looking after them in a way that is patronizing, like, I don't know, we'll give them a discount. Yeah, you know, I want want to repay this client back by giving them a discount. I will do that. They don't need that. They don't even want that. What they want is fantastic service on the first visit that they sign up to. 
everything is great, everything is perfect, and that the second time they come along, it's exactly the same. Yeah, you're reliable. So they can tell their friends, they can tell their family, come to this salon, come to this spa, come to this clinic, because I can assure you, I can recommend that their standards are consistent. I know that you're going to get a good service. Unlike me now, guys, I can't recommend the holiday I just went on because I'll have no idea what you're going to get. And that's a bad reflection on me, right? So your clients want to recommend good and consistent things. So start driving your standards. And I mean every small detail. Things like how the cup of tea is made or how your salon cocktails are made or which way your chairs are facing or how you answer the phone. Make sure everything is totally, totally consistent so I can rely upon the, the, the fantastic service that I've come to expect from any business that I have visited. Okay, guys, so this is about consistency in your service, not reacting to the pressures of the economy by making your clients suffer through uh, cost control. And if you've got consistency in your business, then you're not going to have to worry about getting as many new clients as you think you are. Spend more time, more energy, and more focus on looking after the ones that you have. And that's all for this week. Thank you for joining me on the Salon Help Good To Go podcast. You can take a look in the show notes for any useful links. And please let other salon and spa owners know that I'm here every Sunday at 4 p.m. trying to make their week just a little bit better. Take care, guys. I'll see you on the next episode.